Hey guys, GBC Podcast number 21. I'm Courtney Wise. I'm Shane Blankenship. Okay, so your sermon on Sunday was fire. If you have not watched it, you need to. Real fast, tell them how to get there. Um, go to the Greenwood Baptist Church YouTube site, or you can find it on Facebook. So if you're watching this on social media, um, just you know, go to our Facebook page, and there's already a link there. I think there's a, I think there's a little... Um, um, a video of a clip from a message, and it yeah. says, hey, if you missed the whole thing, click here. Click and it, here. Right there. it was so good, and Thank we you. went to lunch afterwards and continued to talk about it, and now here we are doing a podcast about <laughs> it. Um, but you were in uh, Luke 6.39, and it was the scripture, well, I guess that wasn't the scripture, but it was the scripture about it. give and you will be given. given Go ahead and finish the rest of it. Um, what's the rest of it? Well, it's, it was the whole passage where um, you will be forgiven. Yeah, so kind of link back to that. So given, um, given it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, um, and spilling over into your lap. Like that's the passage. Um, the part right before that says, "Do not judge, um, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven." And then it says, "Give, and it will be given to you." And so one of the things that I was pointing out in that is. Even though the headings always say, do not judge, or Jesus teaches about judging others, or do not judge others. I mean, it's some variation of that. That's just the first sentence. Um, and so we, we make it about judging, and it certainly applies, but it has nothing to do with just not judging others. I mean, Jesus says, do not judge, and you will not be judged. That's the other part of the, of, of the passage. Yeah, it's like comma, and you will not, but we just hear, we just read that first, like, four words. Right, and then he rolls right on into condemn, which sounds a lot like judgment, so we, we put those things together, condemn, yeah. and you won't, and you, you know, do not condemn, and you won't be condemned, but then, it takes a complete different turn, and he goes, forgive, and you will be forgiven, mm-hmm. which, again, I, I think it, it, it rolls in the line of judgment, um, so passing judgment, forgiving, forgiving an offense, that kind of thing. Um, but but then he says, give, and it will be given to you. And it's like, wait a minute, this, is, is, this, is this a bunch of different things, mm-hmm. or is this all flowing together? And I think it's an important thing to remember, especially Sermon on the Mount stuff is, that's one sermon. It's not a bunch of random Thoughts are random. Yeah, they're not random ideas. That it all works together. That passage then is not just about judging or condemning, or even forgiving. It's about giving. It's the it's a principle. It's the idea of you give and it'll be given back to you. Whether that's forgiveness, whether that's judgment, whether that's condemnation, whether that's hope, whether that's peace, whether that's bitterness, whether you know whatever it is that you give, you send out there. It will be given to you, and Jesus says, a good measure pressed down, shaken together, spilling over into your life. Okay, hold that thought about the measure, because I do have a question about that. But someone in my life um, said something very similar to me a lot. Um, okay. This person said, you know, you'll be blessed because of this. You'll be blessed because of this. You'll be blessed because of this. And I guess when I was listening to you preach, I'm like, that's really not, I mean, yes, I will be blessed yeah. because of this. But that's not the motivating that should not be what motivates me. And I thought maybe you could tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not, I don't think it's wrong that you're going to be, so Deuteronomy 15 is the other passage that we brought into that text on Sunday. And um, basically God says, hey, if you'll listen to me, if you'll obey me, if you'll do what I'm asking you to do, and this context was, again, giving, um, give, you know, don't be, don't be tight-fisted towards someone, don't be hard-hearted towards someone, mm-hmm. you give freely because I've given you. 
And God says, if you will do this, whatever you put your hand to, everything that you do, I will bless. So that's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. But it shouldn't be the emphasis and it shouldn't be the focus. So if our emphasis and our focus on why we're doing something is to get a blessing out of it, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like using people in my mind. You know, it's kind of manipulating the situation to get what you want. And that is totally against the heart of God. Like that is far from God's heart. So the emphasis can't be on. Oh, I'm going to get my blessing. I'm not worried about this. I'm going to get my blessing out of it. No, it shouldn't be I'm going to get my blessing. It should be God has given you everything. He has poured out. And now he's saying, so do this. When you do this, you're like me. When you do this, you make it known to the world who I am and what I'm like. So do this. Well, and we talked about that a couple weeks ago with the servant leadership. Yep. You know, so I, I think we always have to be aware of, like, our motivators of why we're doing something because you can be doing something from the bottom of your heart but still kind of be like well this is going to bless me so that was kind of like a mind shift you know for for me I really like that and then the second thing there's three things the second thing that I like that made me really like want to focus in on like how I was giving which you know you can apply this too is like if I have a spiritual gift and God wants me to share it with somebody else it doesn't mean I'm going to get the credit or the glory or whatever whatever goes along with sharing your spiritual gift like if I'm the one with the gift God gave it to me. It's not like I just did that myself, right? That's right. And if he has called me to share it with somebody else and they run with it, you're like, okay. Yeah. It's it. That's a hard pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. But shifting from thinking this way to like, you know, God called you to share that. And however it goes out from there is the way it's supposed to be. Right. Well, so you're talking about perspective, and I think that's a great thing to keep in mind because along those lines – God is always at work to make his name known. Right. God is always in the business of moving his agenda forward, his plan forward, not mine or yours. Um, so whatever gifts or talents or resources or any of those kinds of things that he has given me and given you, like the first priority for that is to make his name known. Always. So even with the miracles in the Bible, um, I think it's easy to get caught up with the, you know, just the amazement and the wonder of the miracle. Or what who happened? Did the miracle. Like, yeah. Who gets the credit for it? Exactly. Yeah. Um, but Jesus does it to point people to God. Mm-hmm. Always. It's always to make His name known. So I, there's a there's a story that I'll probably lean a little bit into. The, my message for this coming Sunday it doesn't have to do with the, the paralytic that was lowered through the roof being yes. called to walk. So so the, the message has doesn't have anything to do with that. But I, I may lean into it because. When that guy's lowered through the roof and Jesus sees their faith, right, he says, your sins are forgiven, which everybody in the room, well, not everybody in the room, but the Pharisees in the room were like, they were thinking to themselves at this point, well, how can he say your sins are forgiven? Only God can do this, mm-hmm. which was Jesus's point. So he knows what they're thinking, speaks to, to them in the room and says, why do you think this in your heart? But then he says, but so you will know, right? Mm-hmm. So you will know. That I have the authority on earth to forgive sins. He looks at the guy and says, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and walk. walk. And then the guy walks. So as far as, you know, from a faith perspective and from a, from a, you know, a miracle perspective, Jesus says, the reason why I'm telling this guy to walk is not just so he can have a better life. You know, his life is horrible. It has horrible conditions. I'm going to, I'm going to heal him so that he doesn't have to live a, the horrific life of, um, you know, a, a paraplegic in the ancient world. Uh-huh. That's not why Jesus did it. Jesus did it so that they would know he has the power to forgive sin. Mm-hmm. So that's different. That's, yeah, that's, and it's like you can focus on the healing. 
Yep. Or you can focus on who God is. Yep. You know, so it's, it's like perspective shift right there. I thought that was really good when you did that on Sunday. And I have to know, because you know you're a word nerd and I'm a word nerd. And in fact, if you do watch the sermon, if you were there on Sunday, they had the words on the screen and even some of them, you know, were highlighted and underlined. And for those of us who love English, love the English language and mm-hmm. love it when you go back and forth between like the Greek transition translations yeah. and whatever, we, we love that you, you can delve in there and give us a little bit more perspective. But I have to ask about the measure, um, that last part of the scripture. Can you yeah. recite it again? Yeah, so um, given it will be given to you a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, spilling over into your lap. Okay, pressed down. So I was thinking like cooking in the kitchen, pressed down is kind of like when you're pressing brown sugar into Absolutely. Like, because you want to put packed. Yeah, packed. Packed. Yeah. Thank you. Packed down. And so I was like, wow, it's like double of what I actually Mm-hmm. Put in there, yeah. You know, I think that's the concept too. Um, from like a from a Jewish perspective, and thinking about you know agriculture. I mean, in the Bible, they are agriculture people. So um, I, there's no way for us to know this, but I would say most scholars would lean in this direction that when he's using the illustration, it would be grain, mm-hmm. um, because that's something that produced in, in, in the ancient world. So yeah, so if you're filling your container with grain. Um, if you knock all the air out that's in yeah. between, you get more grain in your container. Yep. So the measure changes because you're able to push it down, push the air out, shake it together, get it to, and then you're able to get more in. Put, get more in there. Yeah. Well, I, I just, like, sometimes when you're reading the Bible, as you know, you can get stuck on, like, what what does that even mean? The pack down and shaking and running over. Like, are we talking about my cup running over? You know, what are we talking about? But when you really break it down, you start to go, oh, yeah, like applying it to, like, the modern world, the brown sugar, it was Mm -hmm. the perfect way for me to think that, you know, giving and, yes, I will be blessed, but it was the whole perspective shift on on this end. And hopefully it was for you, too. Yeah, and and I think that God is is, is, um, is saying, look, there's some things that you don't have to worry about. And one of the things that you don't have to worry about is what you, you know, are you going to have, are you going to be provided for if you give? If you care for somebody and God says, you don't have to worry about it. Not only will I give to you, not only am I going to take care of you, but I'm going to take care of it in a way that doesn't just fill the container, mm-hmm. but it packs it completely in there and it pours over into your life. So, so don't worry about what you're going to eat or drink or wear. I mean, Jesus says that. Don't worry um, about where your help's going to come from if you help them, because God says, I've told you where your help comes. It's coming from me. Well, and this is really interesting because I think right now speakers are really popular because we get to listen to podcasts all the time Mm -hmm. and stuff. But, you know, this actually comes from Jesus, but maybe they're not aware or they're not using it, but they're calling it like the limited mindset or the fixed mindset where they're like, you know, you're holding on to everything you have Mm -hmm. rather than just giving freely. And so I think it's so interesting how like secularly, um, it really comes from Jesus, comes you from know, Jesus. although these people are kind of like saying it as in, like I said, using like the secular means. So we just have to know that a lot of this just comes straight from the Bible, yep. regardless of how they're presenting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, everybody. Is that all we have? I think that's all we got. Okay. Well, good job, Shane. That was really good. And um, again, he told you how to listen to it and to watch it. And then um, we'll see you on Sunday, hopefully, with another great sermon. Hopefully. All okay. right. We'll see you then. Bye.